preceded by a shot of flares, German bombers once again rained fire and high-explosive bombs in a most savage attack on London. Here again is the flood of sweat and tears that Nazi warfare brings to men, women and children of city, town and village. Here again the same firefighters face peril and danger with determination and courage. Amid the rain of bombs and falling masonry, they fight the hell of Hitler's making. I'm telling you, Brenda, I've had it up to here with that woman. Does nothing all day but lock herself up in her room and drop ashes on my bed sheets. And the other night, she came storming out of her room, screaming blue murder and accusing everyone of thieving. Because she'd lost one of her bracelets. And pig-headed, too. I've never seen a woman more stubborn. Why I came to London, she said, after I suggested spending the night at the underground station. If I'd have wanted to sleep rough, I would have stayed in Holland. Those were her exact words. Well, I just shrugged and left her to it. If she wants to get herself killed, that's her business. Oh, I, I think that's her now. Good heavens, Miss Brightman. Are you all right? A bomb on my house? No, but the windows. What about them? Have they been smashed? Yeah, yes. Was there any other damage? The walls? The roof? No, just the window. I must have dropped on another house. Oh, you poor thing. You must have had such a fright. I am very tired. Please, I sleep now. Oh, but all the bunk beds are taken. I do wish they put more of them in here. Well, why don't you have mine? I can sleep on the floor with my son and Charlie. You look like you need it more than I do. Thank you. Well, good night, Brenda. Good night, Miss Brightman. You have a good rest, you poor dear. Two. I'm sleeping with you boys tonight. Why are you sleeping on the bank beds? I gave my bed to Miss Brightman. Why? Because she's had a shock, that's why. A bomb fell on one of the houses in Nelson Street. Our windows were smashed. Now come on, shut up you two. Make room for me. What's going on? What's going on, Charlie? Just make room for me. Why are you sleeping on the floor, Mrs P? She gave her bed to Miss Brightman. Why? Because she's nearly had a bomb drop on her, that's why. Now stop fussing, you two. I don't think it's fair. Roy, what are you doing? It's Brightman. It's Brightman. It's Brightman. Leave her, Roy. She's sleeping. How could she be asleep already? She only just came in. She's pretending. She's not pretending. It was the shock that bomb. <coughs> made her tired. Now come back here at once and let the woman sleep. <coughs> it's not fair, Mark. What's going on? Miss Brighton stole my mother's bunk. Oh, Mrs. Parker, I'm so sorry. Please, have mine. Oh, you don't have to do that, Esther. I'm perfectly comfortable here on the floor. Oh, please, please. I'll sleep on the floor with Roy and Charlie. Well, that's very kind of you, Esther. Well done, girl. You come and snuggle down between us. We'll keep you warm, eh, boy? Making such noises. Esther? Esther, where are you? Esther? 
Sisters, who's making those noises? You whore! You filthy whore! What are you doing on the floor with that boy? Agnes, please don't shout. You'll wake everyone up. You were fucking. <laughs> I was not. Please, Agnes, don't make such a scene. You whore! You slut! <laughs> now, Miss Brightman, really? Those two! They fuck! <laughs> oh, Agnes, how could you? Esther, where are you going? <laughs> Esther, wait for me. They are dirty, dirty perverts! <laughs> <laughs> I hide her. I hide her. She's mad. Completely deranged. <laughs> I don't want to be made anymore. I have always been made. Since I was 12, I want to have my own house, my own family. I don't want to be made anymore. You don't have to. She always shouted at me. She always hit me. She hits you. I have no money. I cannot leave. You shouldn't let her hit you. What can I do? Hit her back. <laughs> I'll hit her for you. No, Charlie, please don't hit her. I know something better. What? Are you all right? We're fine, Roy. Esther is just about to tell us how to take vengeance on Miss Brightman. Well, go on then, girl. Tell us. Oh, don't worry about Roy. He's with us, aren't you, mate? Yes. Go on. Tell us. What's the best way of punishing her? Maybe you should check the drawers again. I've already checked twice. Have you looked for any hidden pockets in her clothes? Yes. Any secret compartments in the suitcase? I've looked everywhere. I don't know where she put it. Oh, damn. She's coming, she's coming. What are you doing here? And good morning to you too, Miss Brightman. What's with the hot water bottle? Are you ill? None of your business. What are you doing sitting on the bed? What are you up to? Me? Nothing. <laughs> you are a terrible liar. I can tell you're up to something. Your cheeks are red. Oh. Is it still hurting? Of course it's still hurting. Why do you think I have the hot water bottle? What's wrong with Miss Brightman? She's not well. What's wrong with her? Women's problems. Don't tell him, Esther. Have you seen a doctor? No doctor. We have good doctors in England, you know. No doctor, I said. Leave us alone. You should go. Well, all right. I'll pop by again tomorrow morning on my way to the barracks. It's my first day. Oh, I'm so excited. Goodbye. Goodbye, Charlie. And good luck. Hope you get better soon, Miss Brightman. Neil. <sighs> I hope he dies. Why don't you like him? He was just being kind. He's not kind. Is up to something. And so are you. Why do you say that? Oh. Maybe you really should see a doctor. No. No doctor. A female doctor, maybe. I can ask Mrs. Parker if she knows one. I said no doctor. Reaching out to where the ocean merges with the horizon. 
chilling the sea for miles around, the great Allied Armada heads for the North African coastline. Under the protection of 350 ships of the Royal Navy, tens of thousands of Americans and British bear down on Algeria and Morocco. Along the northern strip of sand in this dark continent, the major actions of British and American armies will soon cause the tide to turn. Well, I certainly hope so. This blessed war's been dragging on for quite long enough now. Who's that? Ta-da! Oh, golly, it's you. What are you doing here? I'm on 24-hour leave. I thought I'd pop by and see you all. Oh, Charlie, my God, look at you. Roy, Esther, look who's here. It's Charlie, he's on 24-hour leave. Oh, Charlie, how nice to see you. Hello, darling. Hello, Roy. Don't he look dashing in his army uniform, Roy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess what I've been doing these last few weeks? What? Parachute training. Been jumping out of planes. Oh, my goodness. Weren't you scared? Oh, it was scary at first, but I'm used to it now. Fancy that, Roy, jumping out of planes. Fancy. They're shipping us off tomorrow. Shipping you off? Where to? North Africa. North Africa? Oh, my. Isn't it quite airy over there now? No, we're doing quite well over there, Mrs P. We've practically wiped the Italians out of Libya. Where are you off to, Roy? Aren't you going to listen to Charlie's stories? Roy? Was it something I said? Oh, don't mind him. He's jealous, that's all. He's still a bit sore about the rejection. Probably best not to rub it in. Here, sit down, Charlie, my boy. Let me make us a cup of tea and you can tell us about North Africa. Esther? Esther? Look who's here, Miss Braitman. It's Charlie on a 24-hour leave. Hello. I want milk. Milk is being rationed, Miss Braitman. Wouldn't you rather have some water? I want milk. Well, there's a jug in the airing cupboard. You can help yourself. I'm making tea now. Get me milk, Esther. Yes, Agnes. Honestly, Esther, you shouldn't let her speak to you like that. It's all right, Mrs Parker. She's unwell. Well, then she should see a doctor if she's unwell. Here's your milk. So, he's going then. Your lover boy. He's not my lover boy. North Africa. <laughs> well, he won't come back. We're almost there now with his Africa Corps. He'll soon wipe the British out, and you'll never see him again. <laughs> I don't know that you ever saw in him. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and that awkward friend of his, Roy. What a schlemiel. <laughs> oh, your face when I caught you in the underground station. <laughs> oh, you know, you'll have no one left when Charlie Chaplin dies, don't you? I'm all you have. I'm all you'll ever have. And I'm going to leave soon. As soon as I get better. I'm going to buy a passage to America. And I haven't decided yet whether I'll take you with me. Did you hear me? I said I might not take you with me. I heard you. I might just leave you behind with the English and the bombs and the milky tea and bloody Russian books. After all, why should I take you with me? You've been neglecting me. Fraternizing with your lover boy. Stealing from me. What are you talking about? You thought I didn't know, didn't you? But I knew it was you all along. 
You took my mother's Egyptian bracelet and gave it to your lover boy, didn't you? Of course I didn't. I know you did. And I know you're looking for the rest of the jewels, but you won't find them. I've hidden them well. You'll never find them. You're talking rubbish, Agnes. He's using you, Charlie Chaplin, <laughs> to get at my jewels. You don't really think he cares about you. <laughs> You're nothing but a nebbish. Oh, and don't think that that Parker woman's going to put you up after I'm gone. You'll be out on the streets. You'll have to sell your body to horny old gentlemen. <laughs> oh, they'd have to be very horny to choose you. You won't get more than tuppence a trick. Oh, but don't worry, dear. I might still take you with me. But you'll have to deserve it. You'll have to make it up to me. And you have a lot to make up for, haven't you, darling? Oh. Mm. What's wrong? Nothing. You should go to see a doctor, Agnes. No. No doctor. In the story of Agnes Breitman, the parts were played as follows. Agnes, Sharon Grunwald. Esther, Olivia Biskutska. Newsreel, Andrew Biss. Mrs. Parker, Tanya Rich. Roy, Ray Kalija. Charlie, Luke Malloy. Audio Mystery Theatre is free to listen to, but not free to make. If you want to show your appreciation, then why not buy us a virtual cup of coffee? The money will go towards funding the next Audio Mystery Theatre production. For more information about forthcoming productions, please visit Olivier Bossman. <laughs>